here are the current headlines around Worldwide Wrestling of the World. What up, everybody? I'm Scabbard, and here are the headlines. Lanch pays for his actions at Summit Slam by being forced into a handicap match. Meanwhile, Max Tang and Rado square off in a non-title bout, but the real story was after the fight. We also got to hear from the leader of the Wellies himself, Duke Wellington. And finally, a topsy-turvy finish to the Grandma Mazeballs Joey Pepperoni match. And now, a man who got his doctorate in Turkmenistan, let's go to Dr. Worm. Good morning, how are you? I'm Dr. Worm. Before we get any further, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LegitWWW. And with that, let's get into the highlights from this week's episode of Monday Night Ignite. this past week, and what was clearly retribution for his disruption of SummerSlam. Lanch was forced into a handicap match against Victor Young and Dandy Brand, the poster children of WWW, and the contender that he kept from winning at SummerSlam. It was a strange match to watch, as the 620-pound Lanch is a lot of man, and it actually took his two opponents working together to really bring him down. Victor Young has never partnered with anybody before, and it was clear that these two just didn't have the most amazing chemistry when the match started. The first few minutes had all three wrestlers exchanging blows, and after a lot of double teaming, Lanch finally hit the mat. After that first takedown, something seemed to click between Young and Brand, and we started seeing them work together. While the wrestling was technically proficient, they were still just not that fun to watch and we don't think anybody actually likes them as human beings. Once they hit that rhythm, it wasn't long before Lanch was down for good. Not only did management humiliate Lanch with this loss, but he is now forced to work this week constructing the new stadium. There will be more information about that and the upcoming event later on. Reigning top title holder Max Tang squared off against company man Rado in this non-title match. Rado won in impressive fashion, surprising many, including us here at the podcast. The real story, however, came after the bell. Rado took the mic and cut a promo putting Max Tang and the rest of the WWW roster on notice. You know, I have a lot of people telling me I'll never make it to the top of the mountain. That my footing will slip right before the summit. That I'll never get a chance to take in the view. Well, the fact of the matter is, I've conquered many mountains in my life. And the climb to the top of the WWW roster is just another checkbox on this hiker's to-do list. I've beaten a good lot of you, and I just proved I can beat the champ. If you squint real hard, you can barely see the top of the mountain, but don't worry, I'll let you know how the view is from up there. Duke Wellington made his way to the ring, which is exciting stuff for his Legion of Wellies. He is back with a vengeance. This is the first time he's been on live TV since his injury way back in the beginning of the year. 
Duke took to the mic, and he cut a promo calling out, of all people, Berserker. Wellington kept asking if he has found his footing yet, or if he has been stumbling about. Wellington kept hinting at Berserker's trip-ups these last few weeks, until Duke put his foot down and revealed that he had been sabotaging Berserker's matches all along. This is what he had to say. I wanted nothing more than to say you failed. Call it a receipt for my injury. Call it blind hatred. Call it whatever you like. I call it justice for me and justice for the wellies. You took me out of action for months because you're a sloppy wrestler who only cares about inflicting violence. You're a disgrace to the industry and I intend to prove you're nothing more than a two-bit hack. I want you one-on-one -on -one in a wrestling match. No stipulations. Just fists and heart palpitations. Berserker later accepted the challenge with a tweet. At least we think he accepted. He, he just tweeted a series of knife and skull emojis at Duke Wellington. Uh, we'll see what next week's Ignite brings for these two. One of the highlights of the night for us was watching Grandma Mazeballs and Joey Pepperoni throw down. These two are the younger WWW stars and both have a lot of energy and personality. Amazeballs made his usual cocky entrance, live streaming his strut down the ramp and firing off insults at Pepperoni the entire time. He gets mixed reaction from the crowd, who aren't sure whether to love him, hate him, or love to hate him. Things are much more clear with Joey Pepperoni, whose enthusiasm is just contagious. He seems to always be ready to dance around in some absurd way, and the fans love it. The match itself was a blast to watch. Both wrestlers are always on the go, exchanging lariats and drop kicks all over the ring. The match was trending toward an Amazeballs victory who seemed to be gearing up to deliver his salty slam. But all of a sudden, the shrill of a guitar riffing an 80s melody cut through the air, and Jean Jacket began running down the ramp. It was enough to get Amazeballs' attention, and distracted the ref as well. While the ref was keeping Jean Jacket at bay, Joey Pepperoni retrieved a wooden pizza peel from under the ring and cracked Amazeballs over the head with it. He then quickly discarded the weapon and hooked Graham's leg for the pin. The ref turned back around and counted the 1-2-3. After securing the victory, Joey Pepperoni picked up his pepperoni stick from the corner of the ring and walked over to Jean Jacket. I think everyone, including us, were surprised when he delivered a swift pump kick to Jacket's stomach and as he was doubled over began choking him out with the charcuterie mainstay. It was a very clear message that Joey Pepperoni doesn't need any help securing a victory and doesn't want it either. Today's episode is sponsored by the upcoming feature film, Oxygen Baker 10,000, the story of Damu, the Silver City superhero. Back here, ferocious villain! Coming to a theater near you this fall. The first big announcement this week from World Wrestling of the World Management is the addition of the Power Rankings. Our very own special guest, Marx Complaney, has more details. Thanks. This surprise announcement from WWW came as a shock to all of us, and most people aren't sure how to take it. As you know, I've been following World Wrestling of the World for a better part of a decade, and this completely changes the game. Wrestlers will now have their win-loss record made public, along with their overall standings. If this isn't humiliating enough, there will also be a power bottom segment consisting of the worst ranked wrestlers. We haven't heard more details yet, but based on Deputy Chair Angelo Nardelli's past actions, we can assume that those in the power bottom will have some form of punishment. My biggest question and concern about this is, how the hell they plan on calculating these rankings, which hasn't been made public? 
I can only assume the WWW is paying bottom dollar for an accounting major at the closest community college. Back to you. Along with the newly released power rankings, WWW management also gave us some more insight into the new stadium and the mystery event surrounding it. First, news on the stadium. Construction has picked up, and we're told that there's actually some foundation at this point. There is obviously a lot that still needs to be done, and it looks like WWW is going to rely on forcing its losing wrestlers to contribute to the bulk of the work. With the thousands of pages of IKEA instruction sheets and seemingly endless tiny Allen wrenches, this will be quite the challenge. The real mystery behind this stadium was also answered this week, namely, why the hell's it being built? We knew that the worldwide wrestling of the world was looking for a large stadium and had opted to build its own instead. WWW insider Paul Pansia tells us that this was done for a specific event, which will supposedly be the biggest pay-per-view in WWW history. Second chair Angelo Nardelli made a dramatic announcement at the close of Ignite this past Monday, explaining it all. WWW management is using the power rankings to determine who the very best wrestlers are within the league. These stats will be kept all year and will culminate with the best wrestlers duking it out in the very first Wrestler Mania to determine who's the czar of the spar. That's all we learned this week, though, and hopefully next week we'll find out some more details. When less is more, I say, let's get more. It's me, Mike Moore, and you tuned in to the WWW. Let's get more. Scabbard, this was a pretty busy week in World Wrestling of the World, and um, a lot to go over. First thing first, though, is this Rado versus Max Tang non-title match. Huge, huge match for Rado. Big comeback from his last week's performance. What are your thoughts on his future here? Rado looked inspired. You know, that promo that he cut, I don't want to say it was scathing, but man, did it have a lot of confidence behind it. I don't know. I think we might be getting a turn here. You know, we might be getting something else from Rado. Uh, he did beat the reigning top title holder in a non-title match, but he looked really good. He sounded like he was he was pissed off in a good way. You know, he sounded like he was he was motivated, amped up, and ready to take on any and all challengers to show that he is going to be the top guy. It's definitely an improvement from last week. He's come back. He He's over whatever he needed to get over. Um, we've talked about Max Tang in the past, how we think it might be time for him to, to retire the belt. It's been a long time coming. He did not look that fresh. Rado just out wrestled him. He, he won it clean. It was just a, it was a great match to watch. If you get a chance to check out the replay of uh, Monday Night Ignite, this is the match to watch for sure. And speaking of promos, the Duke Wellington promo, also pretty big deal. Um, him being back in general was exciting. I know that you were thrilled to see him. You're, I would say, a recovering Welly. Him coming back, though, and this this promo that he cut, he's sounding a little different to me these days. Do you think this could be a heel turn for him? Is, is revenge really a, a good motive? I, I am a recovering Welly, and I'm, I'm super excited to see him back on after so long, after being gone for so long. But it did look like we're getting a heel turn, which, you know, I mean, I'm a little excited to see what Duke Wellington looks like as a, as a heel. It was cool to see that he was planting all these things on Berserker, and now it explains it why Berserker, you know, he 
yeah, he lost a few matches because of Duke Wellington's shenanigans. So, I mean, I'm just a fan, man, and, and I'm excited to see Duke Wellington uh, back on the screens. If he turns heel, I hope he kills it, hope he nails it, but um, it's just good to see him back. He's a cool dude. I mean, you can't deny it. People love him. Um, I'm hoping people will still like him as a heel. Maybe he won't be a heel. He sounded like he's got some serious violence to inflict. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, the other thing we need to, need to keep an eye on is this new power rankings that came out. Yeah, and how about that guy, um, Mark's complaining? I mean, come on. He's he's not the happiest of campers, I guess. But you know what? To each their own. He, he somehow is still watching this every week. That says enough, I guess, right? He's still watching it, whether he likes it or not. He's he's coming back for more. WWW is doing something right here. We don't know what, but uh, they're, they're doing something. We'll see. Do you think these power rankings and the... The power bottom? Is that what he's calling it? Really? Do you, do you think that's gonna hold? Do you I think mean, that's gonna hold? Yeah, I mean that's coming from that's coming from chairperson Angelo Nardelli, apparently. Um I, I feel like they could have come up with a better name for that. It's it's not it's not the best name, to be honest. Well, I mean, I don't love the name, but uh I also don't love the idea that they're gonna be punishing wrestlers even more. Right now they're already punishing wrestlers that are losing by forcing them to work construction. And I assume that's gonna end once this ring is constructed, uh or this uh, stadium is constructed rather i mean who knows but now that they want to also punish the lowest ranked wrestlers and the fact that they're calling it the power bottom is just so negative it's just it's not a great look all around it definitely has nardelli written all over it and we'll see how that pans out listen www has in the past especially with the the uh advent of twitter that's how you pronounce it i believe they have changed certain policies they have changed uh certain names of titles names of matches names of things that they've put out in the past because of fan backlash maybe this is one of them i know that uh, there's already some rumblings on twitter about the where are the rumblings i'm sorry on 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 twitter yes okay that's 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 right yeah so so we'll see maybe the fans will will hopefully say hey man you know we're in a new new era we're in a new age here and uh there's no reason to be calling it that the the big news of the week though wrestler mania Wrestler Mania. Wrestler Mania. First ever Wrestler Mania. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. We got the power rankings. Cool. They're using that to have some huge event, the Czar of the Spar, which sounds familiar to me for some reason. I can't place it. But but this this could be the best idea to come out of Angelo Nardelli. I mean, he yeah. made the announcement, but I think that came from from the top. I can't think it came from the tip top. No, you're right. This is no, yeah, this is way above him. But I am excited. I want to know more details about it. All we know is Wrestler Mania is the pay-per-view. Star of the Spar will be the main event. They're literally building a freaking stadium for this. It sounds like it's going to be a big deal. This could be the number one pay-per-view in the world. We've never seen a pay-per-view like this, this big before. Summit Slam is big. There's um, a few other uh, pay-per-views out there that are that are pretty big. You know, normally they're not in a huge setting like this. Um, and so in WWW's history, um, what have they been around for 150, 160 100, years, something yeah, like that? At least. At yeah. Least. They, they've never done a show this big and no other wrestling company, you know, first of all, WWW is the biggest wrestling company that, the, that is around. Um, no one else compares to these guys. Uh, there are independents out there, but I mean, WWW does, it blows them out of the water. Be that as it may, this is going to be huge. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for to see what what else is who else is going to be on the card, what other matches are going to be on the card, and I'm really pumped to see the Czar of the Spar. It sounds awesome. It is it is sounding familiar though. Um, 
I can't place it though. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's all we have for this week. It was a hell of a week for Monday night ignite. And I'm just excited for what this is going to hold in the future. Uh, Scabbard, why don't you take us out today? Okay. I can do that. I can do that. Listen, follow us on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram at, at legit WWW. That has been this week in the worldwide wrestling of the world. That was highlights from Monday night ignite. For Dr. Worm, I'm Scabbard, and that's all we got. That's that's all we got? That's the catchphrase? Yeah, that's the catchphrase. Oh. Have we done this catchphrase before? Uh, I don't think so, but that's the catchphrase. Okay, that's all we got. Whoa, whoa.